Welcome to episode 80 with Titans MMA, Eric Wilson, and NXT's Christian Savoie. Let's do it. Episode 80, John. How are you, man? I'm good, man. It was good to see you today and sit down and chat for a while. I always find when we can sit down face to face, it's very motivating. We figure some shit out and we come up with some good ideas, you know? I think the exact opposite, actually. <laughs> it's hard to, I was going to say, it's hard to do that through phone and, and text all the time and email. But yeah, it is. It good is. to know where you stand anyway. So Yeah, it was. It was great to see you, buddy, and uh, get some things uh, off the brain here. And uh, yeah. let's give a quick thanks to our sponsors at Maritime Madness. Check them out at line, uh, at line online, uh, maritimemadness.com. Use the code FLA10. Uh, you'll save 10% and, of course, get some free shipping in Canada. Check them out, maritimemadness.com. John, fantastic episode tonight. Um, Christian Savoie, pound for pound, for sure, king of the Maritimes. Not even, you know, that's not really arguable at this point. No. Um, he's kind of cleaned it out at this point. He's on to big things, man. You know, uh, you know this kid, he's doing it everything the right way. Uh, he's obviously a product of... Uh, a few different places. He obviously trains down there with John at MXT, but he also is with Chris Peters there at, uh, uh, I believe it's East Coast Performance Boxing, I believe. Uh, I believe something close to that anyway. Uh, but, uh, and he also has been out in uh, at Roof of Sport as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, no, sorry, not Roof of Sport. Uh, no, it was that, Roof that, Sport. Was it Roof of Sport? I thought it was a lab. I don't think so. No, anyway, we're going to find out. Yeah, he'll, uh, he'll tell us. <laughs> that's right, that's right. He's, uh, you know, he's a guy, man, that everybody should be paying attention to because, you know, he, he's going to, if it's not the UFC, it's going to be another big promotion. And But I yeah. think the UFC is, is what his plan is. So I guess without further ado, let's bring him on here and uh, let's chat with him. Mr. Christian Savoie. How are you, sir? I'm good, brother. Thanks for having me on, man. Awesome. No, thanks so much. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a long time coming, man. It's uh, it's glad to see you on here and, and back to training a little bit. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I like uh, I love what you guys are doing. By the way, it's great thanks. for the sport. It's great for uh, maritime MMA, martial arts in general. You know, so yeah, good for you guys, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Well, that means a lot coming from you. You know, you're like again, like I said, Christian. You know, it's you know, you're eight and zero, man, as a pro. You've been doing this a long time, man. I saw a post there the other day with uh, it was a post of you with John and like doing Taekwondo, like he was your Taekwondo coach as a kid. Like, kid, drop it for that. Like, how did it all start for you, man? Like, you're 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 a lifelong martial artist. Yeah, man. So I started in Taekwondo when I was six. Um, I remember my I asked my dad to put me in karate. And I think it was after I watched Bloodsport. And uh, I wanted <laughs> to go sense. in karate. And uh, he ended up putting me in Taekwondo. And, uh, you know, I, I was really good, man. You know, I used to, uh, you know, like I won all kinds of provincial and maritime tournaments as a kid. And uh, But at some point, I, I kind of lost interest once I got to, like, nationals and stuff like that. And, uh then I got into MMA around the age of 14, 15, and, oh, wow. you know, here we are. <laughs> yeah, no shit. How old are you now, Christian? I'm 27. I'll, I'll be 28 at the end of August, but, yeah. Cool, cool. Man, that's prime. a prime. lot of years under your belt, yeah. Prime steak right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah that's crazy we had to be at you know 20 like what's the plan obviously you know like between i was talking about mxt uh, i i apologize to chris if i if i did get that wrong but i know you split a little bit of time there you also at victor randomly training man you you get a lot of different looks and you spread yourself between there for fitness athletics too you work really hard man and it pays off is that something you you really have always been like you're just a hard hard um, worker yeah, well, yeah, I've always been a stupid hard worker, man. Like, you know, um, yeah, you know, I think it speaks for itself, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, as far as like training at different gyms, you know, like being from a small town, there's no like one stop shop when it comes to MMA. And uh, so I got to kind of you know, get the best what I can out of every discipline and every aspect of being an athlete out of all these different facilities. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of what has me all over the place, I guess. Yeah. But it's man, there, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I didn't mean that. And like, I, I mean that as an, in a good way, like, cause a lot of oh, people yeah. don't, right. A lot of people are like, no, no, I'm going to do everything here, but Man, like if you can get all that different support around you and, and people in your corner that all want you to succeed, it's a powerful thing to stop. Yeah, and it's good, uh, you know, as you guys probably know, you know, like it's it's good to get different looks and different opinions from different people, right? Because, you know, yeah. we all have different games. We all have different body types. We all have different ways that we like to approach the fight game, you know? So I like taking little bits and pieces from everybody i guess and and blend it into uh mm -hmm. you know who i am as a martial artist i guess yeah. do you uh do you consider yourself a striker christian i know from watching you fight you seem to spend a lot of time on the on the feet but when you hit the ground or during the wrestling transitions you seem totally comfortable and i remember you showed up to uh chokes by the ocean <laughs> yeah. a few years ago one of derek's tournaments yeah. and just ran house and i don't even think i'd yeah. seen you at a jujitsu tournament until that point when you came in and started beating everybody in the advanced division no was, you didn't come back either yeah <laughs> like, that, was, no, that was the I'm last good. time I'm good. <laughs> so i mean uh yeah 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 uh yeah to answer your question i uh i i don't consider myself a striker or grappler bro i uh I take a lot of pride in just being a, a fighter, you know, and uh, I look at it as one system, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my, the way that I'm going to approach the fight is based on who I'm fighting, I guess, you know, Makes and sense. like, you know, for example, like, you know, my last fight, I, I fought Pat, you know, uh, he's, I, I honestly felt going into that fight that like our grappling would kind of neutralize each other. Yeah. And I, I kind of anticipated what happened, you know? So I really just really worked on my striking that fight. Right. And, you know, it, it paid off. Then, you know, look at the fight prior to that with Aldrich, you know, I knew Aldrich was a good striker, but I knew I was a far superior wrestler grappler. Right. So it's just, I, I adapt based on who I'm fighting. Of course. That fight against Pat, you looked really comfortable on the feet. The mm -hmm. way you were moving around, you looked very loose and very, very experienced, man. Mm -hmm. um, do you take a lot of that from the competition you did as a young kid, just kind of getting those nerves out of the way through tons of competition? Or 
or you always just been such a calm, collective guy? Or are you nervous as hell? No. We just can't tell. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm always nervous as fuck, bro. That's, yeah. that's, that's the truth. Like, yeah. I tell everybody, like, backstage, I always have this, like, moment where I'm like, what in the fuck am I doing? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm about to step in the cage and fight this dude in front of my friends and family. Like, oh, what the man. hell is wrong with me? You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, aside from you. that, man, like once, once, once I get going, it's just like it's like, you know, like I don't know how to explain it. It's yeah. I'm just in the moment. I'm just present, and you know, I think the looseness just comes from experience, bro. You know, again, I've, I've been at this a long time and, you know, I've also traveled, I've, I've trained with some of the best guys in the world and yeah. I'm very confident in myself, you know? And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's where that comes from. That yeah. makes a ton of sense. That it is, it is Rufus sport you've spent time at, right? Or was it the lab? Both. No, I, uh, I went to Rufus. Yeah. I went there twice. Um, Suck I recently, what's that? <laughs> I said, suck it, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was rude. Sorry, man. You blew yeah. it. You blew it, bro. Did you do a lot of sparring down there? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of great guys there, man. I, I love the, yeah, I love the team there. I, you know, I, I made a lot of friends with a lot of the guys there. So, re really good team. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed, I, I don't know. I, I shouldn't say I noticed, but like, it seems to me that you kind of got close with, um, uh, Jared Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he, he would drive me to, uh, strength conditioning with him yeah. a lot. Um, That's but cool. yeah, you know, he's, uh, yeah, he, he's super solid guy, man. I trained with him a few times. He's awesome guy, man. Awesome story too. Yeah, that is. He really does have an incredible story. If, if he's, uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, Christian, he's he's a former addict, uh, alcoholic. Yeah, I think I think he was like an addict in general. Um, I like uh, I, I think drugs was the issue. Um, yeah. Don't don't quote me on that, but he, no, he was no. uh, he was addicted to to something that wasn't good, and now yeah. uh, now is an example for people, right? <laughs> no question. Now fighting at the highest level. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool like that. How you know when to me like you know I think a lot of people wonder like how does it work when a pro athlete you know goes to another gym like you know like oh you're in my territory kind of thing. But I think a lot of times Christian, obviously you correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't experienced it like you have. Like they open you with what you know a, like a lot of times they're like hey come on in you know I I want to see what you're like and, and get the experience. Not everybody's going to be like that for the most part. People are pretty welcoming, right? Yeah, it, it depends the gym, bro, honestly. Um, and it's subjective, like, person to person, I guess, right? True, yeah, true. Um, you know, you get those those guys who are just, you know, great, I guess, and, you know, just welcome new training partners and make you feel at home and whatever. Then, then you get guys who, you know, want to try to prove a point and, of course. you know, get a little hard or whatever, right? So... Yeah, it's uh, it's subjective, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess it would be. That'd be hard too, though. Like, what do you, you know, what do what do you do, Christian, in in that in that moment? Like, when someone's going hard in their gym, like, are, are you? Yeah, that's that's the tough part about yeah. like like traveling to gyms because like 
you know, not to sound like egotistical or anything, you yeah. know, it's just like, I, I hold off a bit, yeah. you know, because it's like, you know, you don't want to go there and, 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 you know, like hurt people. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Know? And I'm not saying that I could, but you guys, you guys yeah. know what I'm saying, right? I'm yeah. Totally. I'm not yeah. Saying yeah. Respectful. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's why yeah, I'm yeah. always interested in that. Like how, as if, as a respect thing, like, because like I struggle with that and then by no means am, am I like, but I struggle with that when I like have a choke on somebody that I like and I'm like, Oh, whatever. Right. But like it's training, it's, it's got, it's a hard thing, man. Like that's a, that's an, I always would kind of wondered that like when you went into a camp, like, yeah, it's, it's not easy for sure. There's so much into being a professional martial artist that people don't understand. Especially with sparring, man, it's tough because like, you know, when somebody's going hard, like, unless you're like, Hey man, you know, taper off, you know, it's sparring like, but otherwise like you, you got to kind of meet them. Right. Because yeah. it's, Absolutely. Otherwise, you'll get hurt, you know. So, yeah. like, you know, you're you're almost forced to to fight in the gym. And and myself personally, I'm I'm not a big fan of hard sparring. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I I avoid those scenarios as as much as possible. Yeah, smart man. Yeah, absolutely. It is part of it. I know. Even if someone visits my gym, I'll usually try to be the one of the first ones to spar them, if not the first, and always trying to gauge off what they're bringing. But like you said, if someone tries to rip your head off, like sometimes you gotta, you gotta protect yourself, right? And, and especially my size, like any shot by somebody 180 plus could be <laughs> devastating. I mean, it's take your head right off. Honest to God, man. I mean, you don't know, right? Like, I mean, something fucked up could happen. But yeah, it's a serious game, and and yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. But I 100% agree. If I'm ever walking into somebody else's gym, I'm not gonna be the one that ratchets it up to 11. And you know, sees where the chips fall. You're not going to impress anybody, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be it'd be pretty stupid to, yeah. to do that at a, yeah. <laughs> at yeah. a high level. Yeah. Oh man, you're uh, you're fighting at welterweight now. Is is that the plan? Is that moving forward? Or are you kind of spin back between two? I know, like for you, like nutrition and being a clean athlete is a really big thing to you. Like you take a lot of pride in being a really good, clean athlete, being in really good shape. Is 170 the future for Christian? Yeah, for sure, man. And let me clarify, clean athlete isn't just nutrition. It's no, it's no, no steroids exactly. and all that shit, right? Yeah, that's that's totally. what I stand for. Yeah, um, I agree. But, um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, I'm definitely, uh, definitely a big guy for 170. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, but, but I, I can make the weight and I feel great at the weight, you know? So to answer that question, I'm, I'm going to make the weight as long as I can and, uh, you know, make the moves that I want to move. And, and I'm, I'm definitely open to, uh, move into 185 again someday, but, um, just take advantage of, uh, being young and healthy, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. What, uh, after the Pat Carroll fight, where are you kind of thinking of going from there? Did anything arise from that as far as the next step in your career? We kind of – all that happened, and that was a, a very hyped fight, especially in the Maritimes. It was mm -hmm. it, a lot of people tuned in for that. and Awesome fight. You know, congrats to you both on putting on a great show. Mm -hmm. But uh, then we just kind of didn't hear anything. Like, you're at the stage now where after any win like that, something big could happen. There's no question. 
Um, any news, man? Anything in the in the in the works? Yeah, definitely. Always things in the work, man. Uh, yeah, and I've had a, a couple opportunities, um, but um, time timing's everything, man. And mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, it's looking good this summer. Let's just say that it's looking good uh, nice. for the UFC. So that's uh, beautiful. Nice. That either that or contender series, man. But that's that's what I'm banking on right now. Yeah. Good, nice. awesome. Well, congrats. Yeah. You know, that's hard work paying off. And mm-hmm. uh, no doubt. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, it is. That's cool. Definitely. I like that. I, yeah, hard work pays off, man. And, and hopefully people coming up in the ranks below you in the Maritimes see that, Christian. You know, we need that. Like people like you and Gavin and Caladius and, and people being successful, you know, TJ in the past. And, you know, we need, you know, people who are successful that people can be like, oh, I can, I can be that guy or that girl. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's cool to see how much the sport has grown here in the Maritimes, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it just lets you know, you know, like a guy like myself, a guy like Gavin, I believe is from a small town, you know, like, yeah, like it's, you know, you might have to work a little harder. You might have to make some, some tweaks and changes, but, uh, it's, it's possible, you know? So yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's good, man yeah absolutely anything to add to that johnny oh i 100 percent agree <laughs> <laughs> great addition great addition no yeah. it, it really is it's like i said it's not just good for you know people's confidence and seeing that that's possible out of you know even a small place you don't have to be from a metropolis with mm-hmm. the biggest mma gym and all these guys in the ufc to train with um or you know currently in, in the higher promotions i mean yeah, just for the overall sport. I mean, it means that the competition level in the regional scene is to the point, too, where these guys can compete at that level and then take the next step. Mm-hmm. The next step isn't, like, unreachable from what we're doing in the Maritimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's it's awesome. And, and to see guys like, like you said, like Chris, TJ, Gavin, like, they've all been successful at the higher level, mm-hmm. right? They're running winning records and, and, and doing big things and, yeah, man, I love it. I mean, well, it's important. It's, that's yeah. what that's what tells. That's the proof of hard work, I guess. Like f- for you again, go, Christian. For like you know, going back to like you know, what what is something that you really kind of work on consistently that you like? Because you're, I know you're a perfectionist. Like, what's something that you're like? I want to really improve over quarantine to like make sure I have this right moving into my next fight. I know you were in New Zealand, you were down at city kickboxing, your trip got cut short, kind of sucks during the frigging COVID, but obviously made it back. But is there something you went down there just to kind of relax, fix, or is it just something you're always tighten something up? I'm always, uh, I'm always looking to tighten something up, I guess, man. And uh, I kind of like, like, for example, like the reason why I went to one of the biggest reasons why I went to city kickboxing is because I'm a big fan of Israel mm. and uh, I'm a big I'm a big fight studier, man. Like like when I'm not training, like a lot of times, like I'm, I'm obsessed with this shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I I watch I watch a lot of film. And uh, anyways, yeah. And like you guys kind of saw my last fight. I, I kind of got more to like my traditional roots. You know, you see me more. Mm-hmm 
more hands down, more more light on my feet, and yeah, that's kind of the style I've been I've been messing around with and gravitating with more. So uh, I want to go there and uh, you know learn from those guys. I guess mm, that makes sense. Yeah, the the fight actually, the way you fought that fight actually kind of remind me of the Johnny Campbell fight a little bit. I know like the, it's night and day your skill level to then, but the way you kind of felt r- relaxed at like after your the, I know like the Johnny fight, it was kind of a weird fight probably for you because it, it was uh it was a tough fight, obviously. Uh, but once you kind of clicked into your mindset in that fight, man, like it was game over. Yeah, I, I was definitely a different fighter back then. Back then I had more of the, like the, the Muay Thai walk yeah. you down, you know, knock you out kind of mentality, you know? Um, and Johnny lit me up, man. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> tough, dude. He jabbed, he jabbed the shit out of me, dude. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a, you know, lack of head movement. And, you know, clearly I've evolved since then. Um, oh, but yeah, the last, last fight, you know, I knew Pat kind of had, you know, he, he's got that real tight Muay Thai kickboxing style, you know? And, uh, I knew that through experience, you know, like, the traditional martial arts really throws those guys off. Um, you know, like, how do I explain this? I guess, you know, my, my odds favor a lot more if I, if I threw more funk at him mm. than if I tried to play him at his game, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, that was kind of my strategy going into that one. You know, Pat's, Pat's you know, probably a really underrated fighter, man. That guy's oh. good, you know? Absolutely. Very, very 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 tight kickboxing you know i think he's a two-time national champ and he uh you know we didn't really get to test the ground game much but i know he's really good there um but um but yeah man what i was getting at was that like yeah my strategy was just kind of to throw things at him that he doesn't see usually you know smart yeah well it's 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 that's like you look at it like he said you know sometimes it's it's interesting like footwork throws people off so much like people mm-hmm. who, are, who are constantly moving or you know it's it's it definitely throws people off you know it's but if you can match that with the proper technique it's like israel for example it's a scary scary thing yeah man yeah no well what you're seeing now like mma is always evolving right mm-hmm. and like in like 20 years, man, it's going to be a whole different motherfucker, you know? Yeah. It's going to be like these kids starting like in MMA, you know? And we're going to mm-hmm. have like a system and we're going to eliminate all these things that like, you know, as you guys know, you know, like there's maybe, for example, like 20% of boxing techniques that work in mm-hmm. MMA, 20% of jiu-jitsu, 20% of wrestling, right? So... And that's just an example, but you guys know what I'm saying. Yeah, basically, basically, you know, we're going to, what I think is going to happen in MMA is that we're just going to eliminate so many things that aren't as efficient. And we're just going to really fixate on the things that do work, you know? And that's why in like 20 years, man, like, I'm going to be happy that I'm just coaching because these kids are going to fuck me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They'll be like parkouring off the wall. And... <laughs> 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, where I was getting with all that was that, um, like we were talking about Adesanya and mm-hmm. uh, 
what you're seeing now in MMA is that guys have such good bases. Like, yeah. they, you know, they're good boxers, good Muay Thai, good wrestling, good yeah. jiu-jitsu, right? Those are like the four main elements, per se, right? So now you're starting to see guys add more funk. And uh, those guys who are adding the funk are really excelling right now, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Very true. Just different angles, different timing, different things to look at. I mean, you only need to catch somebody once or twice. So makes a ton of sense, man. Give them something they haven't seen before, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, man, exactly. That must have been such an experience going down there, you know, like uh you know, not like obviously if you're a huge fan of Israel, it's 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 quite an experience, but the actual trip itself, you know, would have been an amazing trip. And then to have it cut short, it's just like, oh man. But it probably gives you drive to go back, eh? Yeah, man, definitely, definitely unfinished business. It, uh, nice. it sucks, you know, but yeah, it was good, man. You know, like at least I made, I made the, the relationships like, uh, like, you know, I got, uh, I got Eugene's contact and, uh, I, I got, you know, just, just for the week and a half that I was there, uh, Doug, Doug Vinny, he's the, the head kickboxing coach there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I developed a, a good relationship with him. So, uh, yeah, you know, at least I uh, I made the connections and I made some friends there. And, you know, I still got to, like, you know, I got to spar with Dan Hooker and uh, mm-hmm. I got to grapple with a couple, couple – uh, Brad Riddell. A couple, mm-hmm. couple of UFC guys I got to work with just the, just the little bit of time that I was there. A lot of great kickboxers there too, man, like guys that, you know, yeah. you haven't heard of, I guess, but – there's some wicked kickboxes there, bro. Yeah. That's the scary part though. When you haven't heard of these people that are just yeah, like, yeah. absolutely will destroy everything in their path. You know, like there's some really bad people walking the planet and people yeah. should really mind their cues of what they're typing and saying to people <laughs> in public. Cause there's some really bad people out there that not so bad. True. <laughs> that, bro. Anybody can say anything nowadays, right? And uh, it's so true, man. Yeah, it's, it's so really true. easy to be brave behind a keyboard or whatever. But the yeah. fact is, too, there's so many people out there that are trained now. Mm-hmm. Like 20, 20 years ago, there's got to be a million more people that know how to fight, <laughs> you know, in this world. Yeah. Like you could cross the wrong badass any day. Yeah. So yeah, just don't be an true, idiot. Man. Be nice to people. <laughs> I, yeah. Speaking of that, Krishna, I got to actually ask you a funny story, man. Uh, the time you were at, and you might have covered this in a in a prior prior prior, prior podcast with uh, with sports uh, like Joel there at uh, I can't sports combat news, but uh, the remember the time you were walking to the ring, uh, the cage, and there was a guy losing his mind at you, losing it like an older fella. <laughs> And I don't yeah. know what happened. I was there, and I don't know what happened, but what he said. But you kind of like looked at him and did. Some, I don't know if you even paid attention on the weight to the fight. But after you won the fight, you, you were in the cage, like looking at him, like you, you man, like you, like. And how do you handle that, dude? Like, because to me, like you're going into a fight, like you're already amped up, dude. And then you got this. You know, you're professional. I get that, but you still got this guy right here, like a foot and a half from you, just like man. I would love to like crack you in the mouth right now. <laughs> like. Yeah, that's uh, you know, I I consider myself like half monk, half punk, man. Like I try <laughs> yeah. to balance those two sides of me every day, you know. Like, like you know, you guys have seen me get into heated debates on social media and stuff, yeah. and 
I do my best, man. But at the end, it's like, you know what, dude, I'm a fighter, you know? And, yeah. uh, you know, when, when somebody's in my face, giving me the finger, you know, I want to bite them right off, you know? So but, <laughs> As but when I group. ground myself, I'm like, uh, you know, this guy doesn't have a problem with me. He's got a problem with himself, you know? So yeah. that's, those are the two sides of me that I try to balance every day. <laughs> yeah. But the yeah. older and wiser I get, the more I, you know, kind of, yeah, kind of shrug that shit off, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very good point, man. You know, the older the wiser you get, but it's, it's, it's amazing to me, like the like how that can happen. You know, like so close to you, and it must feel so good at the end where you're just like, or just bow, be like, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> you know, like I won. I, I wish, I wish I could have did that, but no, you saw me, man. I wanted to take his head, so yeah. Of <laughs> hey, man, success is the I'm best uh, revenge, right? Yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it was a, you know, it's, it's, again, like people ask me all the time and, and John too, like, you know, it's, what's it like? Well, it's a fight business, man. This is not a normal business for no. one. Like, <laughs> this is not normal. Yeah. You know, it's like you said, Christian, it's a fight business. So it's a different thing altogether, I guess. That's the thing, man. Like, you know, like, again, part of me wants to like be able to like quote unquote be the bigger man and walk away. But, like, you know, again, man, I'm a fighter, and that's that's a side of me that I, I embrace too, right? So <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, I know. A, there's a time and a place, right? You can't, you can't, you can't pick battles with everybody, you know? So, no, but no, with that being said, you know, like, it's, it's important to, uh, you know, sometimes you got to stand your ground, man. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. You probably yeah. would have done awesome like 500 years ago when you could just smash people for fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been my time, dude. That Absolutely, man. Time. There's a few guys that are like, you would have fucking thrived in the Middle Ages. <laughs> you would have had like an estate and a castle and some shit. I would have been the fruit vendor. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. No, no. You'd be the guy running the fucking jester production or whatever. You'd be doing something entertaining. <laughs> You'd be organizing the tournament. No more edibles before the podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ, John. Too many yeah. ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. Well, before we let you go, Christian, man, we got, A, I want to thank you for joining us, dude. You know, you're, again, you're you're definitely a staple name here in, in Canada, man, and, and people should be well aware of who you are if they don't. So uh, we wish you all the luck here. If I can give uh, one last question, what's some advice you have for uh, somebody uh, who's kind of, you know, coming up the ranks in the Maritimes or, wherever it happens to be and you know they they you know they have some talent around them they have some hype around them like how do they get to the level you're at uh first of all man thank, thanks for the kind words and um as far as that man um you know first of all you have to have the talent you know um you you have to want this thing man because we're not going out there playing ping pong and, and hitting balls, you know, we're, we're trying to land shins across domes, you know, like it's, it's a, it's a brutal thing, man. So I, I don't encourage everybody to do this again. You need to have that kind of, I don't want to say dark side, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like yeah. it's the switch, you know, but um, the best advice I could give man is just like, Train smart, train smart, learn as, learn as much as you can and, uh, believe man, 
fucking believe it sounds corny. Um, wow. but um, important dude, though. That, everything, man. If if I would have if I would have listened to everybody around in my life, I'd probably have some normal job right now. I'd probably have a house. I'd probably, you know, have a nice car and whatever. And you know what else? I would be fucking miserable. I would yeah, sit man. there every day wondering why I didn't do this, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, man, in one word, I guess work hard and believe and fuck what everybody thinks. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's great advice, man. Very, very true. Uh, there you have it, folks. Uh, from the current King of the Maritimes himself, uh, you can find him online there at Instagram, uh, Christian the Tiger, or just Christian Tiger Savoie. Uh, Christian, keep training, keep doing great things, man, and uh, keep pushing maritime MMA. Thanks for joining us, friend. Oh yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Christian. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it, and, and uh, yeah, good luck on this whole thing. I, uh, it, it's, I'm happy that you guys are doing this. It's awesome. Awesome. Hey, man. Thank well, you, man. You you you, you want to fight? Hey, you... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't, we can't compete with the UFC right now. No, but, exactly. <laughs> all right, buddy. We'll talk um, soon. Yeah. All right, brother. Peace, guys. Cheers, man. Awesome. I don't know why I continue to do this at the end of every. Like, goodbye. See you, see you later. Goodbye. Oh man. This means Dude. goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, check our sponsors out, folks. Uh, use the code FLA10. You can check them out at MaritimeMadness.com. Uh, Dude, that shit is delicious. Really I've had is. a couple barbecue, uh, chicken barbecues where I loaded up with the Maritime Madness. Uh, yeah. what, is it, what is it? The hot honey garlic? Is that what you got? Yeah. Stupid good. This is classic habanero. Habanero mustard and ghost pepper hot sauce. Oh. Jeez, I'm glad you kept that one. Yeah, we'll give that away here soon. Oh, um, let's get on to our up. second guest here, man. You know, so... Uh, man, Eric Wilson, how do you explain this fellow? He's seven and 10 record, but man, he's fought everybody. He's fought some really tough competition. He's really tough himself. He's from Saskatoon originally. Well, originally Alberta, uh, trains out, out of outlaw, uh, in Saskatoon, but now he's out East here training with, uh, Peter and Gavin and the crew of Titans MMA. Uh, he's, it's interesting, man, because I, I knew like he's tough as hell. I've, I've actually known his name for a long time. Okay. And I didn't really know he was out here training until like maybe a week or maybe a little bit before our event. And I was walking up during the event. I was like walking up in the concourse with Chelsea. Or I don't know what I was doing. And this guy walked by me. And, you know, everybody else was like drunk and like, oh, like it just it didn't kind of yeah. fit the profile. But he walked by and I was like, that guy looks tough as shit. I was like, hey, you know, like a fighter or something. And then it clicked into me. I was like, oh, it's Eric Wilson. That's who that is. So it was cool. He came and supported the event. And he obviously yeah, fought McDougal. Uh, he uh, he fought McDougal uh, at him last, too. So, yeah, he's, uh, it's, he's a good addition to the Maritimes for sure, man. A ton of experience. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to have him on. Let's bring Absolutely. him on. Mr. Eric Wilson, how are you, sir? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you doing? Awesome, man. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us. It's uh, You obviously have no idea about that story, what I'm talking about. But it's, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw you coming. around there, but I, I don't remember crossing paths with you at all. So, Yeah, no, you I don't know. You might have been looking the other way, but I was like, oh, I finally clicked in who you were. Is that, so what I got to ask you, you know, what, what brought you east? Well, um, so... My job the past couple of years, I was a truck driver, so I was all across Canada. I was back and forth from Vancouver to Ontario quite a bit. And then for the very first time, I came to uh, the East Coast. So I went to New Brunswick, 
I was there for about two weeks and then I traveled to Halifax to do some sort of delivery or something like that. And mm -hmm. I saw the ocean for the first time in my life. Oh, and wow. uh, I went and did some cliff jumping, did some hiking, things like that. And I just fell in love with the scenery. I'm like, oh man, this is a cool place. Got in touch with a buddy named Pat Major who happened to train at Titans. Yeah. I went out there, did some jujitsu, um, did another grappling class. I don't remember what it was. And I was like, oh man, that's, that's some really solid training. I went back to Vancouver. Um, I had a job offer there. Um, a buddy of mine, Eric Andre, I think he competed on oh, one yeah. of your events. Yeah, the grappling events. Super wanted, good guy. Yeah, he's super awesome. So he wanted yeah. me to actually go and stay with them. And they were training. He was training with like Bibiano Fernandez and a few other guys at the time. I was really considering it. And then I came back to the East Coast one more time. And um, I went to a gym, uh, just like a fitness facility. I met the girl that I'm with now. So that was heavy influence on what, uh, on awesome. my decision. And then I got in touch with Gavin, sick scenery, um, you know, beautiful women. So it just kind of sealed the deal there. So that's, uh, that's pretty much how I ended up here. Yeah. Well, that's uh that's pretty true. You know, the, the scenery is definitely great. The training is good mm -hmm. and, and there's beautiful women. So I'm, we're glad to have you, man. That is a really cool story. And not everybody, you know, does that like, you know, but life's short, dude. So you got to follow, follow your heart and follow whatever. Right. And sure. that's, that's why I see a lot of your posts. You, you do spend a lot of time hiking and kind of out in the woods embracing what we have here. So that's cool. I like hearing that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people talk about BC being like the place you got to go, but mm -hmm. if you've never been to the East Coast, you don't know what you're missing, man. It's equally as beautiful here, just in a different way. Hell and yeah. The food is unreal. Like the seafood's unreal. The beer is absolutely incredible out here. <laughs> yeah. just, I don't know what's going on, but it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I love it, man. Are we yeah. better too? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> that. That I can't, I can't speak to that. <laughs> yeah, the craft beer scene out here is phenomenal, though. It really is. There's there's a, a ton of delicious yeah. beer, and the, the, I, I agree, man. We're I'm actually headed hiking tomorrow for a couple of days. I'm not telling anybody where, just in case you want to throw a rock on my tent or anything. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, That'll be me. Yeah, the John, John. Do you do, you do the hiking with uh with the backpacking, or sorry, you do like the hiking with the camping and stuff? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do uh, Cape Split and uh, uh, maybe another hike there as well. A little bit of a shorter one too, around the area. I guess I gave up where I'm. You're camping. not backpack yeah. camping though. You're car camping. Oh, no. I was saying no. I yeah, backpack yeah. camp. You're car camping. Oh, sorry, okay. John's better than yeah. me. Sorry, That's right, I am. I carry my shit there. <laughs> yeah, considering I don't know what he means, yes, I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, right. If you pull up in a car and you have a cooler and shit, you are not backpack camping. Ah, so Eric means like, are you walking out into the woods and camping? Yeah, yeah with a tent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I've yet to get there. It's okay. happening. It's happening, is it? Well, Business we almost got you last weekend. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, going to be doing that for the first time this upcoming weekend. Uh, oh, I got man. a waterfall picked out, so we're just going to oh, go yeah. hike. It's about 17 kilometer loop on the trail, and then awesome. we're going to got a sick campsite right beside the waterfall. Not a campsite, but like a spot picked out. Yeah. So we're going to bring our tents and everything, and just I don't know, see how it goes. Awesome, man! It's awesome, man. I started doing that with a few of my buddies like 10 years ago, and we go out several times every year. And it's it's just oh, an man. awesome time, you know. You put like fifty pounds on your back, you got everything you need, and you hike into the woods. And we find these six spots, and then we'll build big fire pits and rocks, and build benches out of yeah. dead woods. And 
it, it's a blast. We build out these sites and we go to them over and over and over again. And yeah, it's just an awesome way to get out and have a good time and chill with the boys or, yeah, or your girlfriend or whatever, right? Yeah. Very important. Good, good for the soul, man. Yeah. Yeah. Has that been a big kind of thing for you, Eric, now? Like, has it kind of renewed your focus, like like the fire, like for you? Are you like, man, like I'm really fired up? Or you're like, no, like this is just kind of different for me. It's it's different. Um, I think the fire comes from the excitement of learning a bunch of new stuff. Like the, mm. guy, the knowledge around Titans is just, it's far it. beyond what I ever could have expected. Um, so that, that, you know, that makes me excited, but, I don't even know if I can credit that to fire. Like, cause before I used to be really amped up a lot of the time and maybe that was for lack of preparedness. So maybe that was credited to nerves or something. We're losing you. I always have 100% sure on that. But now I feel just calm and relaxed, like prepared, you know, that's the best way to describe it. I don't worry. I don't stress about it. I just feel prepared prepared enough that you know i get a fight notice on five days it's like all right let's do it you know yeah not too worried right yeah Speak, so, speaking of which <laughs> what was your last fight how many it wasn't five i don't think was it five days notice it was uh i it was yeah about five days notice um so what happened that day it was sunday night we ate some homemade pizza um and we were drinking a beer and then I get the call at 10 o'clock at night and they're like, Hey, I got a proposition for you. If you're interested, would you like to fight? I'm like, all right, man. So let me get back to you tomorrow. I'll talk it over with Gavin. I'll talk it over with Peter and the guys there, get their input on it before I make a decision. Mm -hmm. Yes, I want to do it, but I'll get their input. Sure. So I went in the next day, they were confident in my ability um, and watching. Dun, dun, dun. It was a nightmare getting a um, um, like a brain scan uh, MRI, I guess. Oh yeah. Coming across one of those, dude. It was like unreal the cost of it and the time to get in. So I was calling around. Play. I called everywhere between Halifax and Ontario. I'm like wherever I can get in, even if it's Quebec, I'll stop in Quebec and get this MRI. Why did a lot you of need an MRI? Part of me. Why did you need an MRI? Right. Like a CT oh. scan, I guess, would be a better better way of putting it. Where, yeah. where were you fighting? Ontario. This was in, uh, yeah, in Ontario. So okay. Ontario Commissioning. Yeah. It was mandatory that I get, got it. For The last time I had an MRI was um, when I fought back at King of the Cage in like 2010. Haven't had yeah, an MRI. It's, it's not part of our requirements, and we have quite a strict set of guidelines for athletes, but an MRI is not on it. So I wondered if maybe you had a concussion three months ago and – Oh, man. No, like, that, yeah. they Everybody saying, has to do it, eh? Yeah. Apparently, all their local fighters have to get it done every 60 days. What? Like, Jesus. Yeah, that's what the commission told me, man. I remember so, when we were paying for that shit in clinical research, and it was like, what, 1200 1500 a pop? $1,600 here yeah. to get it done on, on two days' notice. And it's not good for you, is it not? Like, you're not supposed to just get CAT scans over and over again, are you? I don't think it's bad. No, I don't know. I've never heard that. I thought it was like bad, like radi radiology, but maybe. I probably wouldn't like sleep in it. But <laughs> <laughs> sleep in it, yeah. It's well, so yeah. I guess. Uh, sorry, we cut you off there. Uh, so it, I guess it started with that whole the process of, of getting that medical and, and 
what else was the the process of getting there to to Toronto for that? Where was the fight? It was in Ontario. I'm not sure if it was Toronto or Peterborough or. It was by London, man. I can't even remember where it fought. It just, it, it all happened so fast that I just, I don't know, five days notice. I mean, you're stressing about the medicals and everything. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I, I can't even remember the exact location that it was in, but, but yeah, so with, with that, uh, so I got the, or the CT scan done, had to get all my medicals updated because it was like literally six days past due. Um, oh man. So in that 90 day time span, right? So yeah. yeah. Got all that accomplished. Um, then it was a nightmare. Dun, dun, dun. And so that night after the weigh-ins and all that stuff, um, I just decided to go over the itinerary for, for Peter because he was coming out the next day, right? And we look at it and we're like, oh, shit. It's set for like a week from now. We got the dates wrong. So oh no! I had, to, I had to call everywhere that night. Uh, Air Canada, WestJet, you name it, man. And I had to book another flight that ended up costing me about twenty one hundred bucks that I oh. ate the cost of just so I could get him out there so he could be in my corner. Wow! It was, it was a crazy, crazy experience. Yeah, super crazy. Oh man! And still, really had a really competitive fight that a lot of people thought you won. That yeah, that I mean. I watched the fight and, you know, I'm not going to sound biased by it, but I, I thought I did well. I got, I scored quite a few takeouts. Yeah. He landed quite a few shots. It was a very strong back and forth battle. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought maybe. Ah, bummer. Sorry, we're just having yeah. a little audio trouble there, Eric. What was that? We just missed the last part. Yeah, my the video seems to be cutting out every couple of minutes here for me as well. Um, okay, yeah, no, I, I I thought I thought I'd done enough to win that fight. Um, but what that did was that sparked enough fire in me that when I came back, I got back to training about four days later, and I started amping up my cardio even more intense than what it was. I doubled my sessions. Um, started doing some weight training and stuff because you know I don't I don't want that again. I don't want to leave it in the judges' hands. I'd rather finish or be finished, right? Have an exciting fight, but I don't want to leave it in the judge's hands, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. you're you're like a fight of the night fighter, aren't you, Eric? I mean, you've had a ton of fights. You've been a pro for a long time with 17 fights now, is that correct? 17 yeah. or 18? Like, that's, yeah. that's a lot of fights, man. Like, you've gone in there and just put it on the line over and over again. Like, going forward, do you have any kind of plan, or you just love fighting, or you're going to keep fighting as long as you can? Uh, I love fighting, and now that I'm um, being a bit more strategic and training with a really strong team, um, yeah. I'm kind of, you know, I'm 33 now, so it's kind of shit or get off the pot, right? So if yeah, I'm going to make a good run yeah. it. Um, I also don't want to, like, I don't want to be, like, a gateway fighter. I don't want to be that old guy that people want to take out so they can get to the next stage of their career. So yeah. I figure the next couple fights I'm going to take, um, I'm going to be smart about it. I'm going to do really um, – thought out training camps and then see how well those play out and then kind of go from there. But ideally I'm still pushing, you know what I mean? I haven't Absolutely. given up. I'm not just chill about it. Like awesome. I still train really hard, still work hard. I still love it. Nice. So 
that's great to hear dude like i said it's a a huge addition to the east coast man and titans too like uh it's like you say the game plan there obviously peter he's a, he's a fantastic coach but gavin man it's hilarious when he used to like compete on my like rant like jujitsu tournaments he'd have five a whole notepad of plans on, on what's gonna happen and like just like breaks it down really well like the, he's an yeah. absolute like it's hard to explain. He just knows it so well, right? Yeah, uh, he's he's a wizard, man. He's a wizard with this stuff. He's still got the notepad, still brings out his iPads in the training right. session. Like he just, you know, some of us are sitting at home watching TV and he's sending the links to, you gotta check this out and watch how he does this, you know? And I appreciate it because I, I know exactly what he's thinking in those times and I, yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. Man. Yeah, well, that's it, man. Surrounding yourself with with people like on the likewise, the same path, the same same kind of mindset, same goals can never hurt you, man. And sure, uh, I, I think that's great. And uh, I noticed you commented on a post we had the other day about uh, I think I don't know if it was Jamie. Was it Jamie? Siraj? Siraj? Yeah, yeah, Siraj. yeah. He's uh, looking for a fight, and you're like, uh, just hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. right here, man. Well, <laughs> we're away, yeah. you know, like there's lots of options for us. Like John and I had a fantastic meeting today and Oh, I thought you didn't like it. <laughs> 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 I didn't like you. I like the meeting. <laughs> no. yeah. it, was, it was a good meeting with a, a lot of really positive uh, conversation and dialogue. And if fingers crossed we can pull off a few events we'd obviously love to have you, you know, it's you can't have experience on the East Coast like yourself. So Yeah, man. Cool. Uh, I like hearing that. That's awesome, man. Well, it's, yeah, it's it's motivating for everybody, right? Like, it's there's not too not too many pros on the East Coast with seventeen pro fights. No, there's not. <laughs> so, it's it's nice. It's a it's a welcome addition, dude. So we're very happy about it. But uh, I guess uh, one last question for you. You know, like John said, you know, you fought a lot <coughs> of names. One name for me that kind of sticks out that you fought and who, who doesn't, he got a lot of credit back in the score fighting series for a little bit. John Frazier. Yeah. Um, was that a, was that a tough fight? Like what was the toughest fight for you? I guess like. Uh, that was, that was a tough fight mentally. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a bit of a, a re I'll, I'll explain why. So going into that fight, I was undefeated. Yeah. Um, five and zero at the time. I met Frazier when I was. We were down at the UFC tryouts in uh, New Jersey, or uh, the Ultimate Fighter tryouts in Jersey. And you know, we get to the interview process, and I'm sitting there with like the guys from Spike TV and Dana White, and everybody was there, and they're like, you know, they're they're sitting there and they're telling me like, man, we think like there's something about you, and that's all they kept saying. I was just trying to be funny yeah. during the interview, right? Um, so after all that, after that said and done, I'd left. And I got a buddy of mine from Ontario. He messaged me and he's like, Hey man, I got the call back saying I didn't make it. Did you hear anything back? No. Heard from another guy. I got the call back saying I did make it. Did you hear anything back? No. So this whole time. I no. <laughs> we lost you. No, no, no news is good news, right? Yeah. So going that fight with Frazier, we get the, to the casino and we wait in, we did our thing, went home. Um, yeah, it was the next day. That's when it was. It was the next day. When I went back to the hotel, slept, get there to the event the next day. And I'm coming down the escalator to go back to the change rooms and Frazier comes walking by. And we hadn't really talked about that point. Cause I mean, you're dehydrated the night before you just want to eat. You just want to, you know, 
yeah. get back to feeling good. So he comes walking by and he was like, Hey man, like how did the ultimate fighter tryouts go? Did you get the call back for the second tryout? I was like, no, like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, oh yeah. There was like me and like six other dudes. We went down to Vegas to, for the second set of tryouts and blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, he was like, oh, but we'll, we'll focus on that stuff later. Like, I don't think he did that, at, you know, maliciously in any way. He no. was just like, He's a nice guy. He was just yeah. being a nice guy, right? So then I get back to the dressing room and I looked at my coach and I was like, shit. And um, we did our warm up and everything. We get to the backstage and it was my first time going five rounds, first time as a main event, first time fighting for a title. And, you know, Leading up into this fight, I was I was looking past. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm probably going to the UFC. I don't need to worry about this stuff, right? Yeah. I, was, I was taking it for granted. So then we warmed up. We did everything. And just before we walk out, I turned to my coach and I was like, man, I don't know if I can go five rounds. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? And he slapped me <laughs> on the back of the head and we walked out to the cage and I fought. And Frazier landed the submission. I don't even know if he had it on tight because I always told myself – if I'm going to go down by a submission, you're going to have to break some shit or you're going to have to knock me unconscious. But for some reason, I was in that position and I tapped. And uh, I don't know. That, that was kind of the start of the fade, I guess, in my career. Um, but back to your original question, I would say one of the toughest fights I had would be uh, against uh, Chad and Helliger. It'd be, it would be a toss between Chad and Helliger and I had a good fight against Sean Quinn. Like yeah. We went to you know? So Sean Quinn helped me get ready to fight Josh Hill. He helped me get ready to fight John Frazier. We were training partners at the time. And then when we got offered to fight each other, I texted him like, did you say, yeah, you're going to do it? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, all right, game on. You better be training, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> so we had a solid fight when we got in there because we were comfortable with each other. Yeah, but that's awesome. He's a great guy, too. Fantastic coach. Yeah, 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 and and absolutely monster. Yeah, that uh, young guy uh, Ryan Gell. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Ryan uh, Gill. I think it's pronounced. Yeah, Gill. Yeah, he. Uh, I did an event in Edmonton quite a few years ago, and uh, he he came and he just cleaned out his division. He's like a he's a really talented kid. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the grappling, yeah, he's doing quite well. Um, I haven't followed too much of his MMA career, so I haven't seen. How he's been I don't doing know it. where I don't know. Has he got into MMA? Has he? I think he's done two or three fights, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. Don't don't quote me on this because it might have just been like kickboxing. Yeah. That's why I said I haven't got too in depth with it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 cool, man. It's a it's a great scene. It really is, and from east uh, to west of the whole country is is a lot of talent, and, and including yourself. So again, thank you so, so much for. Uh, for jumping on here tonight. Is there any, you know, for, I guess, uh, you know, like you, you just told that story about John in, in that fight, the emotions that would have came after that. Uh, again, like Christian, any advice for, for an athlete who might be kind of going through that kind of same thing? Oh man. Um, that's tough to say. Cause every scenario is different. And when you are getting ready for a fight, um, when you're getting ready for weight cuts, when you're doing any sort of combative scenario that you know you have to completely immerse yourself in, it creates a little bit of vulnerability in the rest of your life. 
you know, like, you know, that like for me, the way I always describe it is like those Snickers commercial where somebody's acting like a little bit of a baby until they eat yeah. something and line after yeah. that, you're yeah. that baby when you're going into it. Cause you're just so, you're so laser focused on what's going on that you kind of shut the rest of the world down. And then when some shit comes up that impacts you, you're like, Oh, this can't be happening right now. You know? So any advice that I could give would probably be surround yourself with solid people that build you up people that give you good input, um, really focus on your own mentality, um, your own mental awareness. So whether it's meditation, whether you're doing something like visualization, something along those regards, but just really take everything with a grain of salt. Cause it might not be as serious as it seems to be when you're getting ready for that fight, you know, Absolutely. stay focused, but yeah, just sur surround yourself with solid people. That's the best way, the best advice I can give, man. Yeah, that is, that's very good advice and, and very true. You know, like it's, I, I, I find often in this world, people judge, and I say it all the time, people judge other people based on the opinions of that person. Sure. Go go find out from your for yourself what that person's like. Sure. Make, yeah. make your own assertion of what how like go talk to that person. Go get to know them and hang out with them. You yeah. nine out of ten people are really wonderful people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. Or how somebody else. Nine, but. <laughs> yeah, but but how somebody else treats that person shouldn't reflect how that person exactly you, right exactly so, yeah, yeah I, I couldn't. Agree. I couldn't agree more with that. And, and that happens a lot. And, and, uh, I think that's a wonderful thing, man. And, and to see someone move and to just the small things in life, you came out here, your East coast, like the beauty, you met someone it changed your life. You, and now you've surrounded with this, another great club. That's what life's about, dude. Like it's, it's a really great story. I think. Yeah. Yeah. What's the job? Like, what are you, yeah. is yeah. the same kind of thing yeah. out here? No, man, I don't, I don't drive truck anymore at all. I just do, I do like personal training. So I'm just, I went head first in the fitness industry. And so I basically, I, I, my, my work used to be like work and training. And now yeah. it's like work and training. Sometimes training takes over work and it's, awesome, I love man. it, man. I can't complain. Wow. Good for you, man. That's a big change. Like, yeah, I'm motivated. excited to see what you're going to do now in the next couple of years. Right. Like yeah. it's motivating. Yeah, man. The limit, so, man. Yeah. This was home to me. What's that? Sorry. The, sorry. I, we're having a little sound delay. Sorry. I cut you off there, Eric. Is, is that where everybody oh, yeah, can man. find you? Yeah. Eric Wilson, MMA. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Awesome, man. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you joined us on short notice. I've been meaning to get you on here anyway. So it's again, uh, hopefully we'll meet you in, in the near future and get you on a, on a card and, uh, and get the wheels in motion, man. So, so lots of love to you. Enjoy that, uh, the hike this weekend. And weekend. Yeah, that'd be, oh, yeah, that'd be man. sick, man. I'd love to fight on a card. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, get Peter, right, guys. Peter in touch with the, that man right there, Mr. Foster. And uh, we'll line something up. Thanks, Eric. Talk soon. Good to meet you, Eric. Cheers, guys. Cheers, buddy. There, I did it again. Hey, man, I did it too. This is how we say goodbye to people. <laughs> that was good. What a great guy, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know he was kicking around Halifax, so it's awesome to know that he's moved in just uh, recently and yeah, another yeah, high-level guy. I mean, and good to hear he's in, in the Titans working with those guys, man. I mean, good Gavin, Gavin needs good training partners, and, and all those guys, of course, bring, bring their own yeah. massive yeah. amount of knowledge and their approach, so. 
Exactly. Yeah. No, it's it's wonderful, right? Like it's knowledge, knowledge, knowledge never hurts anybody, John. More knowledge, the better. I agree. <laughs> well, I agree. buddy, it's uh, for anybody who's wondering. Again, John and I were talking about. We had a really great conversation today. Um, by the way, I think uh, our Instagram just got hacked. I don't know. I don't know. I cool. Been, I, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure that out later. But anyway, uh, a great conversation today. Uh, great meeting. Uh, fingers crossed everything we can get everything uh, finalized for you fans in the next couple weeks and get it out there everything's based on the approval of the government so our hands are tied approval of the government and we'll see what happens next week with the state of emergency and that so sure. i think to say that we should have more news within two weeks would be reasonable fair. yeah i think that's fair we yeah. can't jump the gun but if nothing else we're working towards it and yeah. uh we feel like we're making progress and at least if you know there's, there's positivity in the air, man. It's not all doom and gloom and what no. the fuck's going to happen in the next few months, right? So um, it looks like some possibilities are going to happen. Yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite, I'm quite positive. Whether that means anything or not, but I'm quite positive we're going to be able to bang off some events here in the fall. So I think so. I think we'll be able to get some guys fighting and girls. Yeah, that's one right. way or another. That's guys right. and girls. Yeah, my apologies. Yeah, well, that's all right. It's okay. Shout out to any of the girls out there who want to fight. Make sure you get in touch with us. Always happy to keep that female scene building. Amateur, professional, whatever it happens to is. Hell yeah, man. It's all about, the, we, you know, if we could have a, a full card of females, I'm sure we'd do that in the future if we could do something like that. It's, it's, it's a scene with a lot of momentum. So get those girls sure. in there scrapping. Yeah, always a few in the mix. Yeah. Just got to find yeah. opponents for some of these girls. They're absolute killers. That's the hard part. Yeah. Nobody wants to fight them. No. no <laughs> Smart. No, but, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's true actually hmm. yeah 100% yeah well all you girls from away outside the Maritimes get in touch with us yeah. alright buddy that was awesome episode 80 in the books 25 wow. to 100 oh my god once we get to 100 we quit <laughs> we're yeah. passing the buck on to somebody else <laughs> yeah, pass right. it to someone else that's going to host the shows from now on and, and move uh, the brand into a different direction and Hopefully, uh, you know, they can host a show for us and, and do the interviews go. for us and be a lot prettier and better sounding than we are. We'll host additions. <laughs> yeah, just additions. <laughs> um, additions like when we're out fishing and I'm not catching fish. Or <laughs> but uh, come here, buddy. Not yet. No. Oh, I got a, I got a visitor. I got a bobcat. Oh, look at this guy. He looks like a wild cat for sure. He's a, <laughs> oh, he's, he's a Bengal cat. Nice. Doesn't look mm -hmm. like one. <laughs> looks like a house cat to me, Derek. I don't no, know. No. Bengal cat is a house. Friend. I know. That does not look like a Bengal cat. Man. Maybe maybe crossed with something else. Man, just, <laughs> don't, don't screw up my pure breed card. I spent two <laughs> grand on this cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's, a, it's like, if you're right, it's a house cat. It's a barn cat. Still you're a right. very nice looking cat. Thanks, man. He looks Appreciate very comfortable. It. He's happy. All right, let's get out of here. Episode 80 <laughs> in the books. We will not see you tomorrow, folks. We're out of here. Uh, back possibly Saturday, if not Sunday, with an edition. But uh, have yourselves a wonderful, a wonderful rest of the week. And we will catch up with you soon. Thanks yes, so much for joining us. Thank you. If you Darren. can be anything in this world, John. Be kind, people. And we'll uh, see you in a few days. Have a good uh, weekend. Hopefully the uh, weather's good. Okay, goodbye. Thanks for watching. Remember to hit that subscribe button. And as always, thanks to our friends. We'll see you tomorrow.
Yeah.